We know we live in the best place on earth. This is the best way to wake up. Aloe Baker for breakfast. Dubbo's 93.5. Triple M. Comedy legend Jim Owen performing this Friday night at the Dubbo RSL Club. Make sure you grab your tickets. Uh, Jim Owen joining me on the phone right now. I've noticed uh, on some of your shows, you always rock up doing the sort of the almost like the Ellen dance. Please tell me you're going to do that here in Dubbo. Uh, strutting, maybe. <laughs> don't know about dancing. You have a little bit of strut. Cocky. Just looking, looking confident. Yeah. Even yeah. though I'm not even it's just a facade. Well, you've said it before in your shows. Entrance is all about, you know, it's the keys, isn't it? That's it. That's it. That's the big thing in Megamind, isn't it? When, when uh, Megamind makes it. It's all about the entrance. Megamind the movie, I'm assuming you mean with uh, Will Farrell. Yes. Yeah. And the thing where the, all the, the um, minions were creating a skull of his head. Yeah. He come down. Good movie. Good movie. Uh, Good movie. <laughs> Not as, my entrance is not as big as that, but you know, I've got to, I've got something planned. Well, you better work on it. If your entrance isn't that big, I mean, this is Dubbo, mate. We're the highlight of entertainment in the Central West. Absolutely, best skateboard park in Australia. <laughs> is that what they say about the Dubbo skate park? Well, that's what I say. It's a pretty good skate park. We've got a full full pipe here. Yeah, no, I know. I've watched it develop over the years, and mm. I actually just put my skateboard in my suitcase there to, a minute ago because I knew it was coming. Oh, don't forget that. Bit of a skater, hey? Well, just I love just different parks and different yeah. so if you have a, it's an easy thing to do in the middle of the day just go and have a quick try not to hurt myself that's the other thing at 56 <laughs> now you're coming out of the Central West you're doing a bunch of gigs what you got Mudgee you got Dubbo you, you, you're doing the whole regional hit yeah I did, uh, and then the following week Orange Parks and I oh, flew yeah. from Melbourne to Sydney and there was fog um, and I could see I could see Orange and I could see uh, Bathurst oh I can see double and I can see there were the the because the fog lies over the valleys and it like yeah. and I was looking I could go oh, like there's orange there well, it's, it's nice for a change you can see orange yeah. usually it's a barren frozen wasteland under all the fog yeah well I can see the fog <laughs> and I knew that's where it was and I could see the fog further on out uh, and you could see like the full uh, uh, any lakes that they wear out over the over the Blue Mountains because yeah. they were just totally covered in fog. Well, hopefully no fog here on Friday night. I'm telling you, you're going to have a good crowd and it's going to be a good show up there. Uh, that's this Friday night. You're not far away from being here, actually. Is it Friday? Yes. Yeah. Where's, when's Bathurst? That's the next night. Is it? Yeah, that's the next night. So, is that far from you? Not far. Not a couple hours down the road. Right. Brace yourself. I think it snowed in Orange this week, so it's going to be cold. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I bet it looks good because you've had a lot of rain. A lot of rain. Usually it's it really, drought. really green. Yeah. We, we actually got this stuff to. called grass on the ground. I mean, you're probably, you, you're probably relatively familiar from, you know, with your heritage, but what grass is. But here in Dubbo, uh, this is a new thing to us. Yeah, I know. It's nice. I do like uh, going going in, into regional New South Wales in winter because of that very reason. It's green instead of yellow. Now, tell us about your show uh, this Friday night at the Dubbo RSL Club. What can we expect? Yeah, that's a good question. I never know how to... <laughs> Jokes, really, that's it. You know, I don't really have any strong opinions on well, I don't think at all. I'm just talking rubbish and trying to get people laughing. And, um, yeah, it's been going well. So you don't really plan it. it? You just rock up and just see how no, it goes? that's far from it. Far from the truth. It is very planned, but... <laughs> You know, as far as uh, subject matters, it's you know, I'm not because that becomes a lecture. If you come there with an agenda to talk about something that you have an opinion on, then that yeah. kind of ruins it. It's just really 
daft, stupid. Wait, so you're saying you're not going to turn political on us? Amen. Yeah, but I'm going to actually try and get people laugh because really, when you're in a room full of people and everyone collectively laughs, it's yeah. such a great feeling. You know, and at the end of the day, whoever's up on stage and whatever they're talking about is of no real importance. It's the fact when I have, if I ever go and see a show and you get that moment where everybody laughs really loud. Such a good feeling. Yeah. So that's really what I'm trying to aim for. I find it like it's like a reset button for me. Like if I'm ever stressed out about something or over taking myself way too serious, yeah. I find if I have a real big laugh, it just feels like I've just cleaned the slate and got, I can go, oh, wow, yeah, right. Where were we? Oh, who cares? Absolute legend. Jamal, and thanks so much for your time this morning and joining the show. And we will see you on Friday night at the Dubbo RSL Club. Make sure you grab your tickets. Speaking of tickets, got a double pass up for grabs right now. If you want it, call me now. one triple three five three. Let's go to the movies with Shane A. Bassett. Big one this week. Uh, you know what? I might not have much of a voice this morning, but it's not going to stop me from catching up with this guy, movie analyst Shane A. Bassett. He's already seen it twice. Top Gun, Maverick, Shane A. This is the movie you've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty unusual for uh, an original with a sequel that comes 36 years later that it lives up to the hype. Yeah. But, hello, it does. Tom I Cruise mean, doesn't I, even I, look 36. Let's, let's be honest, let alone have a movie 36 years ago. Well, he was 24 when he made the original, and this one was delayed a couple of years. So when it was being filmed, he was 58. Wow. So it doesn't he's look turning good. 60 this year. He looks great. And he, he does many of his own stunts. That's no secret. Uh, he put a lot of his own money into the production of this film because he believed in it so much. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have talked about a Top Gun sequel, but it just never got off the ground until now. And I'm really glad it's happened. Uh, another rule that he wanted done was to use real jet jet. Um, jet fighters and aircraft carriers. You know, he didn't want too much special effects. Yeah. And it's just, it's paid off. It looks fantastic on the big screen. Do you think they've taken so long to do this movie because uh, sequels can often be like really, really bad and they just wanted to get it right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I am surprised they didn't make some kind of TV show or, or a movie over yeah. the period that since the first movie, but it just, I, I'm assuming because Tom Cruise would have had to have something to do with it and he's been very busy and maybe couldn't I don't know why it has actually hasn't happened until now, but it's it's a good move because it's not a whole nostalgia trip either. It helps if you know the original because there's references and on the soundtrack and some of the actors come yeah. back. But it is also a standalone film. The action sequences, the comedy and the, and the music and everything in it is all sort of, you can watch it on its own. Um, there's a few flashbacks, but it's um, although it ties into that first film, it, it's just it's it's a different movie. Is so there as much ego like floating about. around as there is in the first movie? Oh, there's plenty of American uh, symbolism <laughs> and um, propaganda, I yeah. guess, in some way. But taken, it's taken seriously, but it's also taken with a bit of light-heartedness as well. Uh, you'll see what I mean when you watch it. it it's a really good good film. The way it's been worded and the script and, and played out, uh, I just, just think it all clicks. And um, I'm surprised because, you know, I hype all movies up, but this one in particular, I just thought something's going to let me down here, but I think it's just an amazing film. And, and on the big screen is the best place to watch it. Top Gun Maverick, there was a couple of sneaky screenings on Wednesday night. It is screening right now at Reading Cinemas. How many buckets of popcorn are you giving it, Shane A. Bassett? Four buckets of popcorn. I loved it. I'm going to see it again. You've already seen it twice, and you want to see it a third time. It must be good. I think so. It lives up to the hype. Tom Cruise, whether you, you sort of have reservations about him yeah. personally, as a movie star, he, he's spot on. He's one of the Hollywood 
modern stars out there. Well, he's he makes busy. It I mean, obviously, they've just dropped the trailer of uh, the new Mission Impossible 77 this week. And I mean, that's, uh, they've dropped that on the hype of Top Gun, so there couldn't be better timing. Great timing. That, I think that might have been well planned, actually. Yeah. And we've got Jurassic Park, a new Jurassic World movie coming in the next couple of weeks. So all the blockbusters are starting to roll through. And uh, just a special shout-out also, as of Monday, going to start giving away tickets to our exclusive screening of Top Gun Maverick. We're going to have a hell of a party. There's going to be freebies. It's going to be a bit of maybe even a bit of a dress-up competition. So that's happening next week on the show. Uh, Shana Bassett, thank you so much for joining me this morning. That's all right, mate. Enjoy. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. A little bit of wet, gloomy Monday morning, but that's not stopping us from catching up with this guy. He cleans carpets, rain, hail or shine. Stephen Gow from Gow Carpet Cleaning and Restoration. He knows all things about local sport and what a weekend we had over the weekend, Stevie. Yeah, absolutely, Allo, and it was a, a big game through Group 11 and right through Central West Rugby and into AFL. But, um, yeah, Dubbo Sims, they showed their dominance in, in the Group 11 Rugby League with a 38-12 to 12 win over Ningen Tigers and... and uh, they you know going really well there at the top of the table in Group Eleven, so just strong, um, strong just yeah, very strong. Just can't see you know anyone beating them at the moment. But yeah, anyway, there's there's other teams there, and they're they're keen to do it. So. Well, there's some other strong uh, strong games. I mean, Forbes Wellington looks like it was a pretty strong game uh, points wise. Anyway, a- absolutely forty points to twenty. Forbes uh, over Wellington Cowboys and Parks and the Macquarie game. It was a late. This score was pretty 36-22, but Macquarie scored late in the game, so they yeah. even that up a bit. But, um, yeah, there was a bit of running, you know, rugby league there, really, that, that those scores. So uh, it'll be interesting, you know, where things go from here. But we are sort of getting into the halfway through the season, so it'll be um, interesting to see what happens. I hear there was a bit of an upset with the Dubbo Roos. Yeah, well, they, they went to Orange and <laughs> very buoyant. Uh, you know, getting a win under their belt over Forbes the, the following weekend, and they're on a bit of a roll. Actually, the Roos are at the moment, which is good to see. And they uh, accounted for the Orange City thirty points to nineteen. So the Roos are going quite well. They're running about third on the table there. So took out took um, them out like, like, took out the competition on their home ground. Yeah, that's exactly right. Big game this weekend, but we'll we'll talk about that later in the week. Uh, New uh, Holland Dubbo Cup Rhinos, at Apex they, Oval. Yeah, Dubbo Rhinos, uh, 40 points to 24 over Parks and Paul. Hey. Uh, it was quite close at half time, but um, Rhinos put their foot on the pedal in the second half and showed they got a, quite a slick back line and, and uh, yeah, just ran in you know, try half to try to uh, take that game. It was a good weekend by the look of it for the most part for Dubbo teams, having a look at uh, yeah. the Group 11 and Central West Rugby in the New Holland Cup. Uh, Oils Plus, good weekend for the uh, Goats. Yeah, the Goats, yeah, they got the win over the Yeovil Eagles, 25 points to 19. So they took the lollies down there at, at Geary and, and they were quite happy about that. It was uh, it was good to see the Goats get a win and, and um, you know, the poor old Yeovil Eagles, <coughs> there was only a try in it. So, you know, it was a pretty close game when you look at it. And uh, how about the derby between the Magpies and the and the Redbacks? Yeah, Magpies, they, they were quite... Um, 26 points to 10 over Wellington Redback. So, yeah, they dominated that game pretty well. Um, and, um, <clears throat> yeah, there was, wasn't was much in it, really. A couple of tries there, but, you know, Molong Magpies, they're up the 
top of the table there with Blaney. So it was always going to be a hard day at the office for the yeah. Redbacks. You're saying there wasn't much in it for that game, but there definitely was much in it for the AFL. I'm seeing the Dubbo Demons score here and thinking, wow. Yeah, this was massive at South Dubbo Oval on, on Saturday afternoon. And Dubbo Demons, 27 one two seven, 127 points. Mm. Defeated the Bathurst Giants, 2-8-20. That's a, a demolition. That's a demolition, that is. That's a, look at the difference between that this year and last year. Weren't the, the yeah. Giants right up there last year? Uh, yeah, they pretty were. I think the Bush Rangers is the side down there at Bacchus. They're the ones that beat. But, oh, yeah. yeah. These games were a lot closer than this. So the Demons have really kicked on this year and, and uh, they're going quite well. Oh, there you go. Stevie Gow from Gow Carpet Cleaning and Restoration. Thank you so much for your time this morning and unpacking all the local sport. We'll catch up with you again Friday and unpack next round. Thanks, Alo, and Triple M rocks the footy. <laughs> the very first time since the election, catching up with Federal Member for Parks, Mark Colton. Congratulations. You're back in again, Mark. Yeah, good morning, Alo. Yes, uh, so it's uh, uh, yeah, behind us now, and uh, we've seen the... I'm very grateful for the support that I've been given once again, mm. and uh, right across the Parks electorate, so... Uh, Back into things today, uh, off to Canamble for the show. Um, looking forward to that. But, you know, country shows are so important for yeah. towns that uh, Canamble have uh, built some new infrastructure. They've got uh, a, a couple of new pavilions, I think, a poultry pavilion, a cattle pavilion uh, that will be opening up today. So uh, it's good to see that, uh, you know, with some government support uh, and a very strong local committee, uh, that, uh, you know, what can be done. I might have to get you to do me a favour while you're up there at the Canandle show. Uh, Mark, I've run out of Bertie Beetle show bags from the Dubbo show last weekend. Have <laughs> you? Okay. I might have to. I've run out. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's horrible, I, I have to tell you. <laughs> so, so, you, so you ate all the Beatles first, I suppose. I ate all the Bertie Beatles first. I, well, the Dagwood dogs didn't even make it out of the show game. They, <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be uh, at the Canamble show. Is that just today, the Camp Canamble show, or yeah. is it on for a couple of days? Yeah, I think, I think, no, I think it's on for a couple of days. I saw on uh, social media that they had some uh, uh, events on last night, I yeah. think. So uh, it's on for a couple of days. So I'm just there today, though. And uh, But getting back around to see the, the new government uh, yesterday announced their ministry and uh, yeah. I'll be sworn in today so um, you know I'll be able to now reach out to some of the ministers that I need to uh, brief I guess on, on what's going on in my electorate uh, you know, particularly around the issues around inland rail and yeah. uh, water and, and the like so um, it'll take them a little while uh, to settle in they've got to you know, employ staff and, and get briefed by the different government departments and so yeah. we'll leave them a little bit of space but uh, you know that's another step forward. We'll have a new government for the next three years. Yeah, well, I mean, you're in power. What are, what are going to be some of the uh, the key focus points, you think? I mean, you did just mention uh, the rail and obviously water moving forward. Any other things to highlight moving forward? Yes, yeah, so I'll be speaking with the uh, Immigration Minister to make sure they understand the importance of uh, streamlining the processes for getting um, skilled migrants into yeah. our part of the world. And we really are uh, suffering now. It doesn't, you know... You walk down Macquarie Street and, you know, every second shop's got a, a sticker on the door, you yes. know, uh, staff wanted, uh, and uh, as well as that into, you know, like mechanics, uh, plant fitters, um, ag workers, not to mention, you know, doctors, nurses and aged care workers. So you pick up uh, a, uh, an occupation and we have a shortage. And so um, that'll be one of the first conversations I have. 
is to make sure that uh, uh, we're not putting any artificial barriers into people wanting to relocate into the country, you know, in, into our part of Australia. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely important one. And even just walking down the street and seeing shops closed is is an issue too in in uh, Central West New South Wales. Mark, thank you uh, once again for joining us this morning, and uh, once again, congratulations on uh, on keeping the job and being back for another. Is it four years? Three years, Alan. Three, Three years. years. Wow. <laughs> Joined by Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Uh, Trev, what's all about headphones today? I've been testing a lot of headphones over the last 10 years that I've been doing this, and I can normally tell you based on just the price on a shelf how good they're going to be. And that's a tough thing because headphones are hard to hard to buy yeah. because you can't test them before you, you yep. buy them. They're 150 bucks to me would normally mean, okay, but not great headphones. But mate, I was testing out these ones called the Tune 230 uh, from JBL, yeah, and they're 150 bucks. JBL's got headphones that go up in price from from there, but I was blown away by these. Good music quality, um, good fit and finish, um, tap controls on each ear. But then I thought maybe they're let down by their call quality. You know, you ring people out for a walk, or you're sitting yeah. at your desk, whatever it is. But I recorded the other end of the converse of a phone call from myself to myself, essentially, um, in my video review, and I was blown away when I listened back at the quality, excellent quality sound just making a normal phone call. And then I pumped up some loud noise in the background and it dulled that out as well, mate. For 150 bucks, they did an unbelievable noise uh, noise cancelling job and a great call quality job. So really good stuff for 10 hours battery life, another 30 hours in the case. Are we talking full headset or are we talking inner ears? Just in-ear buds, um, you know, wow. I'm going to say AirPod style, you know, just sticking in your ears. My toddler um, chewed on my wife's uh, AirPods over the weekend. One of them's not working, so, so I've got to replace it. Well, there's uh, your problem. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, <laughs> you should probably try, you know, just some other food. Yeah, I don't know that yeah. AirPods is, is the right thing. When you go to yeah. solids, mate, it's not meant to be that solid. No, uh, she wasn't all that impressed, to say the least, that one of the AirPods isn't working properly. But uh, I've got a pair of JBLs, and, and they're great. So, I don't know, maybe yeah. maybe I could get it at a crossover. I don't know. My JBL do great quality audio um but you know there's always compromises at a price so I, yeah. i'm genuinely blown away by these at 150 bucks the tune 230 is what they're called let's talk amazon alexa i've got one of these i absolutely love it but the problem alexa has is that i'm too aussie sometimes i bring out my inner bogan yeah i mean if you walk up to alexa uh two weeks ago and said what's a bachelor's handbag she's gonna go i don't know now Alexa has paired up with the blokes of the Batuta Advocate and come up with a whole bunch of Aussie slang that you can ask Alexa and she'll not only give you an answer but the boys of the Batuta Advocate will actually talk you through the meaning and also how to use certain Aussie slangs in a sentence. There's a whole bunch of them but the other thing you can do if you've got friends around or you just want to have some fun is just ask Alexa to tell me something Aussie and she will. So a bit of, bit of Aussie education, Aussie slang built into Alexa now. Yeah, uh, she's just she's becoming uh she's becoming internationalized. Good on her. When the wife's away visiting friends or family, then mate, you just go and get a bachelor's handbag and you'll be sorted. I uh, I love the vesting about Alexa because I'll ask it questions when the wife's home. Like Alexa, what does a fart sound like? And then you run behind a door as the wife's walking into the room. And as your children grow up, that will become <laughs> even more exciting. It will. <laughs> it, will. it will. Uh let's talk about Optus and Sport. I um I think Optus Sport was the first kind of uh, you know uh, thorn in the side of Foxtel um, with Fox Sports. They bought the English Premier Premier League rights five or six years ago. Huge controversy, but in the end, that's that's where people would go to get football, soccer. Yeah. But uh, Foxtel still have some football, and Stan now have the UEFA Champions Cup and League and stuff. 
there's a bunch of different sporting services out there. And think about it. KO Sports costs 25 bucks a month. That gives you every NRL game and every AFL game, every Formula One. Yeah. Optus Sport was 15 bucks for the English Premier League and a bit more. It was free for Optus subscribers. But as of August 1, prices going up to 25 bucks uh, and 7 bucks for Optus customers. So that's a huge price rise, about 66%. Yeah. Um, I don't know how this is going to go down. I'm not sure if people won't either leave in droves or shed some other streaming services because they love their soccer so much. Yeah. They must have Optus Sport. In my experience, soccer lovers are diehard fans. People who are already paying for it, they're usually diehard of the sport, and they'll keep paying it, I reckon. They'll, they'll cut costs elsewhere, surely. They'll stop eating food, and they'll ensure yeah. that they can afford their Optus Sports. But no yes, more Avalon it's important, toast. it's important that you know that's coming, because if you've got an automatic debit, it'll just change. As of yeah. August 1 to 25 bucks. Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Thank you so much for your time this morning. We'll catch up with you again next week and find out what's going on in the world of tech. Cheers, mate. Talk to you then. Joined by the boss, the boss man himself, and talking about local MP Dougald Saunders, who was at the show over the weekend. Uh, good view of your new rail maintenance facility from up the top of the uh, that big Ferris wheel, Dougald. Yeah, the rail maintenance facility, it's um, it's booming. And actually, the, the best vantage point in town is from the, uh, the Ferris wheel. It's an absolute ripper, isn't it? So, yeah, you get, you've got to see exactly where things are up to, which is significantly along the track from what it was last year when yeah. people first started... I think noticing with the Ferris wheel there that they could see into the rail maintenance backyard. Uh, but yeah, look, massive sheds there. Um, the, the whole thing is progressing really well, although wet weather has held things up a little bit, but it's still progressing beautifully. But how good was the show? Bernie I mean, Beadle show bags. I can't tell you how many I ate. <laughs> I can well imagine you would have been on a sugar high and then a big sugar low. Well, last year when I saw you at the show, uh, uh, I was uh, eating a Dagwood dog out the front of the Dagwood dog stand. It's like you caught me like I was a deer in headlights. <laughs> exactly. It's like, uh, sorry, mate, is that, uh, is that lunch? Like, Raining true to my reputation. Uh, but it was so good. Uh, and even, I mean, up the top of the Ferris wheel, you could see everything. The classic cars on the oval, just so good. Really, really good. Three days of fantastic fun for literally everyone in the family and that's what is so good about our country shows and look um, we, we tipped in 45 grand for the Dubbo show, we've been supporting country shows right around the region, just helping underwrite the show so the show societies weren't running at any loss at all for this year, so 45 grand for Dubbo uh, look, I spent a fair bit of time with the president of the show society, Wes Temisel, mm. uh, who was pretty proud, uh, I think again this year of, of the efforts from the volunteers the entire committee uh, on Friday afternoon, I was there for the prime lamb sale. Look, often took competition and auctioned off a box of meat myself, but well supported by Fletcher's and all of the agents. A really good competition. On Saturday, we opened the show, and the uh, the young woman of the year for Dubbo was announced. That's Marie Pobji, who takes over from Neve, who was our former showgirl. So mm. it's young woman of the year competition now, and young Jimmy White, who is our rural achiever. So. Fantastic to see, you know, young people coming through the program with the RAS and uh, they will represent us particularly well. And look, had a bit of fun as well on Saturday night with the Young Farmers Challenge, although my involvement under the banner of Young was questioned by many, I've got to be honest. It was, <laughs> it was a bit harsh but fair. Uh, so that was good fun. And then yesterday was family day and another fantastic day at the show with lots of families there just enjoying, uh, you know, all the things the show has to offer. They wrapped up all of the main events uh, in, in the main arena. Um, you know, all, all of the things that, that I guess make it fun for families. It was a little bit less crowded, which is a good thing. So you can stroll around with kids in prams and not be too worried about running into people. So three days of fantastic fun, and I think the show society in general will be absolutely stoked with how it went.
Look, all the official uh, formalities aside that you did, did you get on any of the rides, the, rides, the claw, or even the Dodgem cars? <laughs> the claw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't go on the claw. <laughs> Got to get you on one of these rides. My my three-year-old son, uh, we were in the Dodgem cars ramming people. His evil laugh came out. I want to see you on the Dodgem cars. Uh, trust me, uh, I love a good Dodgem car. <laughs> I was pretty keen to drive in the, uh, the smash-up derby as well, but it yeah. uh, wasn't allowed. Okay. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was good fun and, uh, you know, re- really delighted to be able to be part of the, the, the big show again. So well done to everyone. Looking forward to the show again. Of course, back again next uh, year. Local MP Dougal Saunders, thank you so much for your time this morning. We'll catch up next week. Good on you, mate. Have a great week. Hello, Baker for breakfast. Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M.